Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. It is a Tuesday night following a pretty great Monday night. I had a fun time with you guys last night. I got a lot of great feedback that came in. Um, feedback I know I can trust. And, uh, and then our fourth session for book club. Mario Puzo's The Godfather with Jay Dyer was fantastic as well. And next week, we conclude that on Monday night. Although Jay will not be around, he's actually going to Italy for a couple of weeks. So next week, it'll just be myself uh, concluding that book. And I, I can't wait to do it one way or another because I this is one book I could not stop reading. And I hated that. I have the control to say, no, I, I won't read beyond this. I know some of you guys and gals just, just go for it. And I think um, I, I know why you do, and I might do that in the future. <laughs> but uh, for now, thank you for kicking off a great week, or kicking off the week in a fine... I don't know how the rest of the week is going to go. It's only Tuesday. Don't want to get ahead of myself. Count your chickens before they hatch, because there's plenty of shitty chickens trying to get their way out of their eggs right now. And i got to say, t tonight I was going to do a little bit of... I was going to cover a little bit of the homelessness, a really in, a cre incredible thread that I found from a uh, from a guy who is who's really, you know, waist deep in trying to uh, cover the homelessness problem in the country and also try to bring some really good uh, attention that, that can possibly solve some of the issues or or at least save some lives, save some people who are vulnerable on the street that, you know, may maybe have a shot there's a lot of lost causes out there a lot and we kind of referenced a little bit to that last night as well um but i think i want to push that off until i can actually bring the source of the material to come on and talk about it and i actually reached out to him i'll talk about that some other time so as far as the demon streets um marketing that i did before just ignore that Instead, tonight, after I do a little bit of news with you, I'm going to open up the lines, and I'm really just going to do, and I rarely do this, I just, I do open up the lines and say, hey, call in with whatever your thoughts are, but I'm going to do an AMA kind of a thing tonight, ask me anything, it could be hypothetical, it could be whatever, you can bring whatever you want to the table, I'm also going to open up the special hotline, the inside information hotline tonight too. It's a limited engagement because I'm going to be going into the other room to work with the band on our set for the uh, the fourth. And so I just didn't want to jam it too much. I, I mean, there's stuff that we're going to do. There's some media I want to watch with you. There's a couple other things that I thought were interesting. Um, but there's, I don't know. Um, the chaos is, the chaos factor is is pretty intense right now. And you know, uh, we handle it in what it, we handle it in our own little way. Uh, there is distractions. There are major happenings. Most of them are happenings, but they're just happening all at the same time. So you think that it's one distraction. It, it's just it's whack a mole. That's really what it is. You have to whack all the moles. The problem is it's just so hard, and that's what it is. It's overloading. So the whole distraction thing is whatever. I mean, uh, Taylor Swift being. Uh, on television on su on football Sundays because she's dating that uh, the 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 vaccine pusher on the the Chiefs. That's a distraction. 
That's it. Is she at the game today? That's a distraction. Um, but you know, there's just a lot of there's a lot going on right now, and it's really uh, it it can get it can get pretty stressful. It really can. And I would love to open up the lines to you guys to see what you're following the most and what's uh, what's how it's affecting you. Anything going through your mind. So that's what we'll do on this Tuesday night. It's a chilly night. And um, it's actually my grandmother's my grandmother's birthday. My grandmother, she was born on this day, October 24th in 1919. I actually got a picture of, of she, I, I have this on my computer over here. I keep it here on this computer. But here's a, uh, there's a picture of me and my, I was probably about two years old there. And there's my, my grandma. And my grandfather was in the back watching football when Taylor Swift was not there ruining it for everybody. And that was 1919 she was born. It's also the day that I got my driver's license in 2003. I took the driver's license in Carmel, New York because it had gotten around in all of our circles of friends that it was a pretty easy place to pass the test. So that was October 24th, 2003. I have been driving for 20 years. What the hell, man? I've been driving a car for 20 years. And I will say, knock on... This is not good enough wood. I have, ne- you know, it's been smooth going. Uh, everybody's still alive and well and fine. Uh, no major accidents. None that I was in the car for. Well, no, one time. And it was not a major thing. It was a very weird thing. Listen to this. Um, I, it was like in 2004, in the summertime or late summer of 2004, and I was driving around in my, my little red Chevy Blazer, my 1997 Chevy Blazer, which was was the perfect size for all of our gigging needs. We had the perfect uh, layout for my brother's bass cab and all of my drums, and you know that's just that was great. But one night, I was driving around locally with a lot of my uh, with a lot of my friends. Well, a couple of them. Anthony was there. Two or three of my other friends in the back. And we were at a stoplight on Boston Post Road, and there was a car in front of us. And for some reason, this car threw it into reverse and started drifting slowly backwards until it, I mean, and, I, and all of a sudden, it's late, it's maybe like 11.30, 11.45 at night, so there's not a lot of people out at this point. So what I started doing was, I, you know, when we realized what was happening, it was just too late. And I tried, um, I tried throwing it to reverse myself to try to get the hell out of the way. And he kind of, you know, ran up bumped into my fender and there was a little bit of a a, like a knob there or a dent there in the fender but what the fuck is going on so threw it into drive went pulled up uh next to him and it was just like this nervous british kid i told him to pull into the uh, pull into the coles parking lot we followed him in there he complied he was like with one other person pulled in there and um i don't know uh Obviously, the whole thing there, if you're going to get it fixed, you call the cops, you call, you want to file a report, you get the insurance involved, but it wasn't that big. It really, it was just a little tiny dent. But what the hell was he reversing at a red light for? It was the weirdest collision ever as we're sitting there. So, I don't know. I, I, I remember I called, I was so mad 
because the the situation was insane. I guess that was the whole thing. I felt like I couldn't call insurance. This is so ridiculous. But why did he do this? is horrible. I called him like a, a Tony Blair fuck or something like that. I made a Tony Blair insult. I lobbed at him because he had a British accent. And I made him give me all the cash in his pocket. I said, well, I have to get this fixed somehow. So just give me whatever you have. And he had like 40 bucks. I said, I'll take it. <laughs> so I, I was in college. It was the weirdest night. But it came back around full circle. Came back around full circle. Okay, I took his 40 bucks that night. But I was... It was a couple of years later. It was me, Lauren, Anthony in the car. It was on 4th of July. It was on 4th of July, maybe 2010, 2011. We had just met up with my father at the diner a couple of towns over. I think we went out to, to see a movie that night. I forgot what the hell it was, but we went out. We were at the diner. We're coming back home. We're on Boston Post Road. We had just passed the John Jay Estate in Rye, New York. And, you know, when you're, when you're driving down this, uh, this street, every once in a while, especially that time of night, you're going to see some deer. This was something different. The kid, the British kid that hit us, I found him face down in the grass on the side of Boston Post Road on 4th of July. He was so drunk, he must have decided to walk home from wherever he was partying, and he just, he was out. He was done. And it was weird because, like I said, we were driving back home from the diner, and you're used to seeing deer around or something like that, you, you, so you drive safe because anything can jump out in front of you. But it's very weird when you see what looks to be a dead person lying face down in the grass on the side of Boston Post Road. So I said, I, I, did everybody see that? And Anthony saw it. Lauren saw it. So we pulled over. We pulled over. We assessed him, called 911. He was still alive. <laughs> he is alive. He was all right. But we called the cops and, and you know, whatever, just to, so that he can get some medical attention. And so uh, all those years later, I said, oh, shit, Anthony, this is the kid that uh, that hit me, hit the car, on uh, also on Boston Post Road about three miles down the other direction. And there we were there to uh, to help him. Who knows? He might have vomited on himself. We hadn't. He, he could have choked on his vomit. We we were there to save him. Um, his name was Ben. Uh, his social security number is O seven eight eight zero. Just kidding. I don't know anything else about him. I think that we actually we actually became friendly in you know around that time again. Because he saw me at the at the gym not too long afterwards, and yeah, so that was it. So twenty years of driving—that's all I have to say. A lot of crazy things happen on the road, ladies and gentlemen, and um, that's what we have. Uh, nothing but stories. All right. So what else do we have over here? Uh, I told you, happy birthday, Grandma, in heaven. And here's another one for you. Over on Huffington Post, listen to this. This, of course, was sent to me by Mark Swan because it had a disgusting element to the story. A worker at a Chinese brewery filmed, has been filmed peeing in the tank. So I got to tell you, everybody, if you drink beer that comes from the China-based Tsingtao Brewery, well, you got a little bit of a problem on your hands. You might have been drinking pee this entire time. 
because the brewery is facing a brouhaha thanks to a now viral video that reportedly shows a worker at one of the company's factories peeing into a tank. The video, which was posted on Thursday on the Chinese social media platform Welbo, shows a man in a worker's uniform urinating in the tank, according to the BBC. Sing Tao has not confirmed whether the culprit worked at the factory. Oh my gosh! My buddy Brendan just texted me. He said, hey, is it this kid? <laughs> yes, it is. That's him. That's the British kid I called a Tony Blair fuck and took his money and then saved him from uh, probably being eaten by a deer as he lied lifeless on the side of Boston Post Road. That's him, Brendan. Yeah. He just Is he still alive? Oh, my gosh. Please tell me he's alive and well. Don't do this to me. What's with this uh, this cliffhanger over here? <laughs> I'm not going to put it. I can't show you his picture because that's just too much. It was. It had a nice ending, at least when I knew him. So, um, yeah, so don't eat, don't drink anything from the Tsingtao Brewery in China, if you drink it at all. All right, but you can drink coffee. You know how we keep going back and forth between, oh, red meat is going to kill you, red meat is good for you, sugar is bad. Well, sugar is always not, sugar ain't good for you. But then there's salt. What salt? Is salt good for you? Is salt bad for you? Well, hell, well, here's another one for you, and that is coffee. Study finds that something really interesting to know. Interesting that you should know. Four cups of coffee or tea, they say, could be the secret recipe for fighting frailty in old age. Regularly drinking tea or coffee during middle age could help people ward off frailty later in life, a new study suggests. The research conducted by a team at the National University of Singapore involved over 12,000 participants between the ages of 45 and 74, spanning two decades. The key to the potential benefits, they suggest, is caffeine or the urine inside of the Tsingtao Brewery beer. They don't know if it's just that it's everybody's drinking Tsingtao beer or if it's the it's the caffeine in the tea that they're all having. Those who, confu- uh, who consumed four cups of coffee daily experienced the most significant benefits, but consistent drinkers of black and green tea also saw advantages as well. I'm going to send this over to Jay Gulinello, and perhaps sometime he comes by over the holidays, uh, we'll be able to get a little bit more on that. Coffee. That's here. That's how you have it. All right, here's another one. This one's from Axios. I guess we will be running on this topic just a little bit more to set the table for your calls. Behind the curtain from the Axios powers over there, Axios.com. Rattled U.S. government fears that wars could spread. Now, um, I do not think that they really do fear. They want the fear to be passed along. This is a field day. They love it. They love it. They're able to go in front of the cameras. John Kirby is able to talk with a very severe face, even though he's a little munchkin man. The little munchkin man, John Kirby, gets to talk with very severe tone. Until, of course, he, he tries to cry, and he realizes that he's not human enough to cry, and it just looks weird. Um, rattled U.S. government fears wars could spread. No, that would be amazing. A war is a boon for these criminals. War is a boon, and they very rarely send anybody that they love off to fight that war. 
And of course, if the war ever came to us, they will be two miles under playing with each other, waiting for it all to just level out. Never before have we talked to so many top government officials who in private are so worried about so many overseas conflicts at once. Now, if we weren't involved in all of them in one way, shape, or form, or have been there from the beginning of them being stoked in modern day, that wouldn't nearly, uh, that wouldn't be a problem because we just stay over here in our little island, insulated by two huge oceans, and watch problematic regions of the world deal with their own problem to whatever end may come. But of course, that's not it because we're America. And even though America is has been taught in the last couple of generations that exceptionalism is a bad thing, we still are exceptional enough to be the good guy policemen of the world. So we're not exceptional for, to uh, to uh, p- patrol our own borders, but we're exceptional enough to throw our military might around and um, and drop bombs and give people bombs to drop while all of our servicemen are cutting off their dicks and becoming women. And I, so it, it's the... Um, really who do you believe with all this reporting and it doesn't mean that to distrust anything or all of it means that you have taken a side or another i am checking out that's where i i'm checking out all this this is that's what this and and the one good thing i will say we're going to jump all over to a guy, an anti-war activist that confronted Hillary Clinton over the warmongering speech that Joe Biden put out the other day. I had to get in touch with our buddy Jose Vega. And I said, is this guy one of yours? And he said, yep. We're going to get to that in just a second. Because here's one person I actually really believe is afraid of war spreading. Because these are the little people who are going to have to deal with the rationing. We're going to have to deal with all now all of the civil dis- uh, uh, civil unrest. Uh, on account of the fact that so many people from these war-torn parts of the world, whether it be just, you know, ages-old blood feuds or or, or just modern-day government-toppling blowback, millions and millions and millions of people who are personally attached to all these conflicts are now just embedded all across the Western world, and whenever they're triggered, we are going to have to deal with that now. They never liked us in the first place, never liked us in the first place, and now here we are. Now here we are. That's the real interest at hand. So let's kick this all off because I want to see what you guys and gals have to say about this. You can go and we can have a little AMA and inside information. I will tell you exactly what I'm looking for with inside information line. We'll do that in just a second. Don't go anywhere. One ant stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. That's why we're going back. Does anybody else want to stay? Let's ride!
It's the droid invasion. Droids everywhere. Programmed for all different things. NPCs galore. We just put a whole bunch of, um... We put a whole bunch of NPC source material that we had used to talk about the NPC phenomenon and the blog that we published on QuiteFrankly.tv. Quite a bit of that source material was put up on the Telegram last night. You know, the Telegram, it stays active, especially since I got John Carroll to help me uh, contribute to it. We links that that are related to the show but there's also a lot of things in between that are really cool philosophical things sometimes it's religious sometimes it's uh you know it's just the the greatest hits from 4chan all the best screenshots that we collect i think it's a really great telegram and it doesn't you know it's one of those things where if you don't check on it for a couple days you're not going to come back to ten thousand notifications so i don't know why it's not more popular it's i think it's uh it's very well managed we stay out of your life. We're not intrusive. I don't want to be a pest to anyone. You know what I mean? Uh, there's that, and there's also the Gilded. Get into the Gilded, because that's going to be more and more important as this uh, year wraps up and going into next year, where we are going to be fortifying ourselves in many ways. Time to circle the wagons, my friends, and I'll talk to you a little bit more about that soon. Here is... As they, as reported by the Post Millennial, an anti-war activist confronting Hillary Clinton over Joe Biden's speech. That pretty much goes hand in hand with everything else we've read coming out of the Pentagon about, oh, we have more than enough weapons to give to both Israel and Ukraine and make this whole thing going that Joe Biden wanted a hundred billion dollar package to spread across all of the fronts that we are fighting wars now on uh, in overt slash proxy ways. I say overt slash proxy because both of them are at least visible. There's the covert wars that we are running. There's the governments, the foreign governments that we own secretly. But this is something totally different. Anyway, I don't know where Hillary Clinton, who looks like rotting guava on the jungle floor, and a, uh, I guess, a panel of other rotten women... Well, I don't know where this was and what's going on here, but obviously things are not going according to plan. I think it's I think it's great. Take a listen to this. Whoops. Hold on a second. Struck by the hypocrisy I'm sorry, you've got of this. Two more people I, I to hear from. I'm sorry. You, you have a the, chance. Well, the, I'm not sorry. The, the hip, Sit down. I, I know you're not sorry. People, That's the point. The hypocrisy of this talk. speech. The I'm hypocrisy of the fact that what, what do you have? Can you please? Can you, can you please make a statement about President Joe Biden's speech? This is a clearly is, warmongering speech. President Joe Biden is calling for a hundred billion dollars of funding for Israel, Taiwan, and Ukraine, and we're supposed to just bundle these together and pretend like we're going to rush to World War III, and we're all just going to let Hillary Rodham Clinton sit here. And, okay. I'm yes. sorry. You know, this is not. What, what, this is not no, the way no, to have no, a conversation. I'm sorry. If you want my, to have my, a conversation, you're no, welcome to come you, talk to you me can, afterwards. You can sit here. Okay, right. You're yeah, gonna, you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna wait for me, right? I, I, please, I, I don't. I will. I will make time for you. I will look at you in your eyes, and I will say a very quiet curse to make sure that three generations of your family, uh, you know, they, they're, they're swallowed up by some vortex 
I do not believe you. Listen to you. I do respond. I do not believe you. Respectfully, I do not believe you. And the fact of the matter is, no. I promise you. See me afterwards, and I will put a generational curse on your family. I love doing it. American people's voice are what need to be heard. Yeah, because they are being because heard. our president is not speaking for the American people, and well, neither are you. That's your opinion. That's your opinion. Yes, that's my but, opinion. But well, then sit down. We've heard your opinion. Thank you very much. Now we're going to. I'm not going to sit down. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop working. I'm going to wait here. Rights. I'm going to exercise my free speech but until it's not, until it's I'm not removed. Free speech when you this, are disrupting yes, everybody it is. else's opportunity. It is free speech. Oh, you know. It's just incredible. First of all, no, it's not the American. He's not serving the American people when we are talking about stealing from the American people and future generations, even though that doesn't make the dollar. There's no, I don't know who, what generations are going to even, how many generations do you think to come will actually be able to hold the American dollar in it, in their hand? How many more generations of Americans to come that have not arrived here yet. Like, let's take Aurora's generation, and then let's talk about one, two. How many of the next three generations from Aurora's generation onward will actually be able to handle American money for their entire lifetime? Or at all? I don't know. And to say that, that it has been robbed, they've been robbed, and we're giving it around to people all around the world, and that's the will of the American people. If that is truly the will of the American people, it's only because the American people have been completely brainwashed into thinking that it's in their best interest to do this. That is what the manufacturing of consent is really all about, my friends. They manufacture consent. They make people believe the things that serve no interest is actually the thing that needs to be done the most and needs to be prioritized. That's where we are right now. And here's a woman who talk about human rights and all that stuff. All of her friends are billionaires and trillionaires. All of her friends, all of her industrialist friends, all of her technocrat friends, all of her WEF, CFR, Trilateral Commission friends, her Club of Rome friends, they're all, they, they have more than enough money to go and and drop pallets of rice for people who are starving somewhere in Africa. That's not what this is about. That's not what the 501c3s were ever about. It's about giving these people cutouts to uh, manage the shadow government and, and make sure that they are not part of our world, which is a world of toil and labor and being taxed to the hilt. This is free speech, everyone. This is free speech. That is not free speech. This is people constructing narratives that are openly hypocritical. I'm sorry. The the incredible hypocrisy. You You tell me John Foster Dulles went with Eleanor Roosevelt to bring this Declaration of the Rights of Man. John Foster Dulles was involved with the CIA. Oh, yeah. Well, you're brilliant in your historical uh, cherry-picking. The Pinochet Pinochet regime. Please, could you please inform me about the United States involvement in these historical things? We're going to move on. Miss Clinton, will you denounce Joe Biden's speech? yelling about it. So, Frank, I want to turn to you. Don't use my name, you rotten bastard how you dare that name escape her lips because you are from Uganda and this is great uh, this is this is great this is better than listening in on somebody's conversation at the diner 
She's trying to ask Frank from Uganda a question as if there is any point. Just put on a strong face. We can push through this. And Frank from Uganda is just like, okay. He can't even hear it. He's listening to this. Good man. To push us to World War III. Do you understand? It's not about Israel and Palestine. It's not about, it's not football. This isn't football. It's not Team America. Well, I'm sorry, but some of us are on Team America despite our flaws and our problems. Yes, yes, that's me. Wow, yeah. I mean, listen, you're in public, you got to say something. Team America. This is this, 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 this an Alinskyite over here. Some of us are on Team America. Again, what nation are you referring to? These are the people who call one person or another a traitor. You say, what nation have they betrayed? What nation have they betrayed? Anyway, that went on. And uh, and he's part of, I think, Jose Vega's crew. So, and that's a person who's really afraid of war spreading, not the nonsense that, the, that Axios is, is uh, putting out there. That's 100% one thing that you, uh, you know it's, it's crap. You know it's crap. Anyway, here's another thing I thought was uh, pretty cool. It's funny, I, mean, I should say. The headline is from OregonLive.com. Oregon says students don't need to prove mastery of reading, writing, or math to graduate, citing harm to students of color. Starting, st- <laughs> Imagine, if you will, being so against racism that you end up just being a regular, unexceptional racist, and that's just what you are. Imagine that. I mean, if you're going to be racist, you might as well be a rabid, over-the-top racist. Why be unexceptional? Like liberals are. It's like, hi, I'm Mr. Liberal, and I believe we should stop paying attention to reading, writing, and basic math standards because blacks can't do any of them well. Why don't you just say that? Okay? Uh, Just like, I mean, it's just like, just say... That you like treating black Americans like indoor-outdoor cats who can have their votes harvested every four years and that you don't actually care about them, okay? Just come out and say it instead of giving us this bullshit or obfuscating what's going, you know, whenever there is a, uh, you know, a, a flash mob in in Los Angeles or California robbing a Gucci store. It's like, it's just incredible, it's incredible to see what comes out of them. It really is. And they call us racists. Everybody else around them. You see, here's the thing you got to remember about liberals at all times. So-called liberals, because that in itself is a psyop. That, 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 uh, that label is a psyop. Liberals have fetishes. They don't have principles. They have fetishes. They are fetishists. That's what they are, okay? Because everything they insist will help people that they fawn over only hurts them in the long run. They don't really care about education. They don't really care about people being independent and on their feet. They care about crippling them, keeping them down, keeping them dependent, keeping them spiritually bankrupt, 
all that stuff. Remember that always. Liberals have fetishes. They don't have principles. I would just like to put that out there on the record. And um, and yes, that's all we have. Now, here's what I want to give you. I want to give you a couple of things for tonight because we're only going to be together with uh, for another maybe half hour or so because i got to get the band practice. So what I want to do is I want to open up the lines. I have... I have two lines for you tonight. Number one is the general line where you can call in. That's 914-200-0269. And on that line, you can just tell me your thoughts. Uh, give it to me really quick so we can get to a lot of people as well. If there's something uh, about your your thought that you know makes me want to know more, I will ask you more. Just call on in. Let me know what's on your mind. and uh, And then from there... We'll go. It could be an AMA kind of a thing. Ask me anything. Uh, wh- what about the news that we've read so far? What do you think about all the, the the plea deals that are being taken? The weepy Jenna Ellis. Everybody's like, oh, they're they're flipping on Trump. What are you giving? What is there to flip? You know, taking a plea deal, pleading guilty to 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 put political persecution behind you. Yeah, probably some of them are willing to go the extra mile in in uh, in you know. In really uh, sticking it to President Trump, after all, who who the hell knows? I mean, look at Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen's a complete fraud, and he he wishes he can flip on Trump, and he's he's tried to do that by uh, pretty much copying the things that he was never charged for, and he's a scumbag. So we're seeing a lot of that going on. We're seeing a lot of war drums beating. We're seeing general decay in the streets that continues to to flare up. There's just so much. So I want to know what's affecting you. Call in with those thoughts. Now, here's the other thing I have for you. On the hotline, I'm bringing back the inside information hotline. That's 914-369-1236. 914-369-1236. If you call this hotline, this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for something that you know. Not a theory. I don't care about theories. Something that you know has happened is not getting uh, that, that you it just this is inside information that's happened that is coming our way. Are you in the know? If you call this line, I will not say your number. I usually uh, call people out by their area codes. I will not say your area code and you can pick your pseudonym. All right. So you call that line 914-369-1236. What? What inside information do you have? So I'm just going to leave that one up there. Other than that, we got 914-200-0269. That is just a general. So I uh, I would love to hear what you guys have for me tonight. That's really it. That is really it. I don't care about doing much anything else. We don't have that much time. And, you know, the headlines are exhausting. And they're, but they are concerning. It's not that it's all just, it's just, it's, it's not like cosmopolitan nonsense here. Some of it is. There's another one. Mark Meadows granted immunity, tells all to special counsel. And what is it really all about? Uh, people are getting nabbed for making the, the claim that the 2020 election uh, had fraud in it and it was not legitimate. That's it. Free speech is really, really on the fritz here. 
really, really on the fritz. Some bad, bad juju going on there. I know that um, Owen Schroyer just about to start his three-month stint in jail. I think they let him out on Christmas Eve or something like that for, for being at the Capitol, not inside, and just being a, a, a party to conspiratorial thinking. There's that going on. There's, there's, there's a whole bunch, man. Whole bunch. Um, what's his name? The meme maker. The Hillary Clinton meme maker got seven months. Let's take a call from the Inside Information line to kick it off. Inside Info, you're on. Go ahead. Who's this? Uh, this is Karen. Go ahead. And you want to know what I'm calling about? Karen, you got to turn off the line, uh, turn off the, uh, the, the, the uh, thing in the background. Oh, yeah. And once you yeah. have that turned off, yes, you have to call in if you have inside information. If it's anything other than bona, bona, bona fide information that you possess, you're on the wrong well, line. Let me tell you what I have. I don't have the inside information, but I know somebody who does because I recently saw a video on Journey to Truth, and okay. then Laura well. Eisenhower also interviewed her. Okay, well, I I, that's not. That's that's not. I'm I'm sorry, Karen. It's not. I have to, I have to keep the line clear. I have to keep the line clear. It's not your information. You saw a video of somebody getting interviewed. I can't. We have to follow the rules. I'm very, very sorry. You can probably get through on the two the the 200 number though. 914-200-0269. Let's take a call there. 517. How are you? No, General Zero. That's who it is. Huh? Oh, General General Zero. Yeah. General Zero uses the general line. Oh, General. Well, how are you? Welcome to the show. <laughs> Doing great. Um, first of all, you should research the name Cohen throughout history. I mean, that last name has very, very deep satanic underlying meanings. And just check out the name Cohen. Okay. Secondly, secondly um, it's a satire website because they have to because of the information that they're dropping on it is so sizzling hot. But there's a website called realrawnews.com. Mm-hmm. It came out, I believe it was created in 2017, if I'm not mistaken, maybe 18. But it was created by a three-star Pentagon general. And uh, it, you know how everything's going through military tribunal courts? That's the rumor that everybody's heard? Oh, yes. It's the, the well-publicized okay. rumor. So, so you know, they have to put on the bottom of their website, you know, this is for satire entertainment only for obvious reasons, but... Uh, he that dude in that video clip didn't talk to the real Hillary Clinton. I know. Yeah, I, I, I was wondering if yeah. you're gonna. I was wondering if you're gonna they, go there, yeah. General Zero. I was wondering if you're gonna go there. I was gonna say, well, you know, man, oh man, I, uh, it, it's one thing that I always want to thank you for the call because I want to get to a couple others. Um, I've heard about the tribunals in Guantanamo that are going on in the background. I heard that the real Nancy Pelosi and people like her have been uh, given their justice. They've been executed a long, long time ago already. But what is that? So, so, so what's the issue here? Then why, why was that all under wraps? Who is the replacement? Is it a clone? Is it a stand-in? And why are they still being to go out there and act exactly the same? Why not just let the real Nancy and, and Hillary Clinton do their thing still they're doing this they're pushing the same stuff they're doing exactly the same thing that they would if they would they weren't uh tied up in guantanamo bay getting waterboarded somewhere secretly i I just don't understand it but all right inside information line you are on who's this 
Hey, this is Hunting Abramovic from the DLive crew. Okay, what's going on? Hey, so I got some inside information. <clears throat> uh, there's a major oil refinery in the Houston area that's shutting down a 63,000 barrel per day refinery is closing their doors probably within the next six months with no uh, real nationwide news about what's going to replace that oil. How are we going to put the reserves back? What are we going to do with this lack of uh, energy that we're fixing to be facing in the next six months or so? Do you have, have you, well, you, do you have any information as to what precipitated the, the shutdown? Is it the federal regulation? It is, is it something regarding the state? It's, it belongs to what? Well, the refinery is 106 years old. It's one of the first refineries that was built in Houston. Okay. And so you can Google this thing, uh, but like I said, it's a major producer. Um, it It is old, but they they do make upgrades, and, and it is producing oil. So uh, the reason why I believe they're closing it down is because uh, – it's owned by a chemical company, and uh, the rift between chemical and oil refinery is uh, a very real thing. Uh, you have people that work in the chemical plants, and if you work in an oil refinery, then you're, you know, they look down your nose, so to speak. Well, sir, let me so, add, one la- one last question before we move on to the next caller. Is there any any chance whatsoever that it's just a refinery that's over a century old that needs to be completely refurbished? Well, you know, that's one thing. They've made a lot of money for a lot of years. They could have the money to do that, but they haven't done that. And so they're just pulling the plug with nothing to replace it. Like if you want to put money back into the infrastructure and you believe that electrical is going to be the answer, then build the grid or do something to improve that or do something to put that energy back that you're going to be, you know, taken out. That's my comment. It's just that we're going to be losing uh, more and more of these energy-producing facilities with nothing to replace it. Well, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Uh, I know over here, just from my own personal experience, when they closed down uh, Indian Point, that, that right there, Indian Point uh, nuclear power uh, generation that was just right up the river over there, that generated 25% of New York City's energy. When I heard the announcement that that was going to be slowly phased out, I asked my buddy who worked at, uh, you know, he's got a, a long career now at Con Edison. I was like, hey, uh, I know this is probably a rhetorical question, but what do you think is going to happen to energy costs when 25% of it uh, goes away? And, I mean, that was another old facility, so I understand when some things need to be redone, but uh, there was no replacing it. It's just no replacing it. All right, let me go to oh, another one on the inside. Another one on inside information. Go ahead. <clears throat> Hello. Hello. Hello, Inside. Yeah, go ahead, Inside Information. All right. Listen, um, this is Ted Montana. I'm in Columbus, Ohio area. Mm -hmm. And every day I pass by the DSCC. This is the Defense Supply Center, Columbus. And whenever there's a large military conflict, they always have a whole bunch of vehicles out there. They're getting ready to ship out. So they have tanks and strikers and Hummers and all kinds of things. I think that's where they paint them. They have rail yards going directly into the base. Now, before Afghanistan and Iraq, I saw huge buildups just beforehand. And I've started seeing them do a big buildup just before the conflict in Israel. 
So apparently someone knew something was going on, and I witnessed all this myself. Now, is there any chance that it, is this something that is uh, visible from a neighboring highway or anything like that? Is there any way that you'd be able to send the show a a photograph of 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 any of the the buildup that you would consider unusual? Yeah, I'll get something and I'll email it to you. It, I mean, it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. And 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 what, now the the real thing there too is. The question of whether or not it's preemptive, and they understood that there was something in the works, something was going on, because it would, uh, it, you know, for, for the events of early October to take place out there in the Middle East and have uh, Israel and Palestine at each other's throats again, and everybody's, everybody's um, neighbors and friends and allies are starting to, you know, they're starting to get all, you know, bristly with each other, to see a buildup after the fact is, I guess, would say normal chronology. But if it was prior to, I mean, there's also Ukraine there as well. So all throughout, what about the, the, the prior year and change with Ukraine going on? There was there was no buildup there in Ohio? I normally drive by the place. And um, norm, this, if the numbers on the yard are usually a lot smaller. So there's there's maintenance and upkeep and stuff like that that they do. Okay. They, you know, they always ship replacements. Okay. So this is uh, this is out of the ordinary, and if you got any, if you got any uh, way of taking a photograph so we can share with the audience one day, anybody in the area, let's see if we can get some corroboration. Thank you so much, sir. All right, the general line nine one four two zero 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 two six nine. We also have the inside information line open tonight. As you know, I just want to see what is cooking, what's on your mind, what is on your mind. Okay. General line, who's this? Hello? Hello? Away they went. Away they went. Over on, we can also take some super chats as well. Right after we get this call again. 860, you're on the air. Again. Nothing. I'm not muted over here. I don't know what's going on with that. Thank you, NJSF. Thank you, Robert Sarns. This is all on pill.net. Wonderful gold pillars out there tonight. Sean, Joe, and Jesse, 81138. I appreciate you all. Rumble rants, we're going to get around to those. We have one that just came in. This one from Jay Semos. I didn't know Hillary knew you by name, Frank. I'm shocked. Well, that was Frank from uh, Uganda. That was the other Frank. Why are you gay? That's what he probably said. Actually, I think she was asking him a gay question. If I if I heard correctly, she was trying to shout it out and pretend like nothing was wrong. Uh, let's take a call from Beverly. What's going on, Beverly? Let me let me mute you. Hi. Hi, hey. Ben. How you doing? I'm doing well. How Frank. are you? It's Bev. Bev from Glen Falls. How are you, Bev? I'm good. I couldn't call in on the other line, but I'm calling in tonight. I'm asking you where you're going to check out. Where am I checking? <laughs> oh, I'm mentally checked out. I, I, I yeah. I, you know, I, I did too much to remodel the kitchen to leave just now. Um, you know, the, the, we, we did a lot of kitchen remodeling over the whole year. We're finally putting the last bits of carpet in in some parts of the house, and I, I mean, 
it's just mentally that's right you're you're living your life that's how you check out you live your life to the best and you do you know you live love for others and that's how you check out you know what's going on you listen to what's going on but you check out by by being the best person you can be you know Bev, you, you know Bev what I was trying what I was thinking about especially since we've been reading the Godfather a lot lately and I have a lot of uh, close Italian neighbors and all that and I've been picking their brains about um, about methods of making small batches of homemade wine and I want mm-hmm. I was thinking about I know that this is the time of year of doing something like that though it's getting mm-hmm. it's getting late um, I would love to make a small batch of my own I'll go out and buy a you know a however many crates of grapes and just make at least yeah. Even if it's bad, I want to make a gallon oh my of my own wine. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> That's great. So listen, quickly, yeah, Jay Dyer was on uh, Mel K today, and uh, I thought of you because uh, he mentioned you without naming you and, uh, you know, going through your book club. And, um, yeah, and the wineries, as, as are the breweries, are popping up all over. I think people have already checked out, and they know where they want to be, you know. Yeah, that's why when we hear free some, and war free, I'm, exactly. That's why when I hear somebody uh, like Hillary Clinton have the nerve to say that people like Joe Biden, uh, and I say people like Joe Biden, who out there are saying the same thing, stand, and that is by mm-hmm. that's a across the political spectrum kind of a thing right there. That he's doing this on behalf of the American people, and this is what America wants, what the world wants. No, it's not. No, it's not. People want a quiet night in the backyard, have a cigar and a glass of homemade wine. That's what they want. Yeah, look, look how she treated that guy. You need to shut up and sit down, you know. Yeah. And you know what? That's that's not going to fly anymore. I think people are awakened to all that, and we're we we got this. Yeah. So that's keep it. God first, and I love you, Frank, and uh, I will talk to you soon. Yes, you will, Bev. Thank See you, you on the flip side. I'll catch you on the flip. There you go. There's Beverly. What about you at home? I know that, the, you know, if you're watching this show, you like keeping up with the Joneses. You like knowing what's going on in the world, but you also like to, you know, explore and get some uh, get some stimulation elsewhere as well. What, what would you, what, what do you think people want more? Do people want the quiet time on the porch, listening to almost nothing, and just vibing out for a little while or do they want joe biden and hillary clinton to go fight the world on their behalf conduct business on their behalf with their money you think that's what they want i don't it's it's uh it's one hell of a scam man it's one hell of a scam and just when you think you saw everything it gets it goes to another plateau okay inside information line inside information line again is 914-369-1236. Let's just go to Ray in New York. What's going on, Ray? Hey. I'm doing all right. Welcome. Good. Yeah, I was going to give you a call. I'm just going to give you a call, man. What's going on? Oh, just chilling. Just chilling. How's, how's everything by you? What are your sights? What are the sights and the sounds by you looking like? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm good. I was gonna update you more on that migrant stuff that's going on up in the Grand Central by the um by the hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what I was doing, I was working. Um, uh, I think um last night I was working actually. And let me tell you, man, three different mm-hmm. families, separate families, came up to me, showed me an address, which was going up towards um, I think it was White Plains. Oh yeah. 
three different families. Yeah, three different families. So they're busing them or giving them, um, they're paying their train fares to go up there and they show me the same house. No. Unbelievable. So I'm believing that, I'm believing that people are, like, I guess, people are renting, not renting these houses, they're like buying them, flipping them, and then probably renting it out for the government for them to, um, for um, the city to, to pay for it as far as the like, housing. Well, that's the whole it's thing crazy. here, and, and and that was the crazy thing, Ray, when we were talking about when we were talking yeah. about all of the um, the real estate uh, buy ups that we were watching. The that trend happened about a year or two ago when we started realizing that BlackRock and Vanguard they were out there mm-hmm. and buying everything up, outbidding people, giving people thirty percent or plus above asking price, and they were just grabbing yep. single family homes. And then when we realized yep. that most of the funding that was going into these giant corporate conglomerates was actually our central bank it's actually a buffer for for the for yeah. it's a buffer for the government or at least the powers that be because god knows what, how do you Correct. even how do you even define the government anymore it's like a buffer yeah, exactly. a buffer to go out there and buy the properties and then and uh-huh. then you you put people in it and you government you subsidize the rent and everything else going on into it uh, it is just like the the power cord plugging into itself but they make it work Correct. They make it work. Correct. And these investors or realtors, they are getting paid off of this, I'm telling you. Paid. I mean, let me tell you, you go ahead and buy a house that's run down, and then you go ahead and put, like, cheap, cheap, crappy ass, like, whatever, countertops or whatever, just, just to hook it up, make it look nice for them. They go and move in. These guys get paid. I mean, every single month they must get at least over 300, I mean, 400, I mean, um, 4,000 grand, you know, and, and for each family, from each family. It's nuts. And mind you, they're also, when they're walking around, they have their kids running around all, you know, everywhere like that. They got on Jordans. They got on gold chains. They got on they got iPhones. And I'm like, yo, come on. These guys are looking better than me. And well, I'm sitting here, got to bust my ass in overtime just to make, make it right. You know? Well, listen, Ray, but, they're, they're, they're probably already plugged into, they're probably already plugged into the, uh, the black market as well. Uh, you Absolutely. know, you, you know how, you know how everybody lays out all their merchandise on Fordham Road. It's, uh, it's. Yeah. It, it's the it's the it's the same exact thing, and you know that that getting your hands on that material is really there's no consequences anymore. You don't even have to lift it off no. a truck. You can walk right into a Foot Locker and take walk it out. Right Correct. So <laughs> right, Frank. Yeah. But yeah, just give you a heads up on that. Oh, one more thing. The whole remember that whole street that I sent you a video of uh, where it was I had the mopex. The the what? I don't know if you saw the member in front of the hotel, the uh, oh, yes. hotel. Like, yes. Okay. That, that whole street completely, that whole street is covered with um, the mopeds, like from, from one end to the other end. So it, it's, I don't know what's going on here, Frankie, but then it, it's getting worse than what it is. And it's still, and still there's no license plates on them. And no, and, and no. Are, are they ever, cause I, I've seen videos where they have been, uh, they've been impounded in mass. Are are they being taken mm-hmm. away and then being brought back? What's going on? Well, they're being impounded maybe because they're they're committing thefts. They're committing you know these little crimes. Like I'll see them one person one time and kick a door you know or a, a car door and and then ride off and they can't get caught because they can easily disappear into traffic. Right. So I, I don't know maybe, maybe you know for and another thing like they have so little respect for the cops. Like one guy, I mean two of them were standing in the middle of the street and the cop literally told them, hey look. You guys gotta move in. You know, move in. You're covering. You're in the street. They looked at him and then turned their back. Like they don't. They don't care who you guys are. So it's gonna get worse. Yeah, Frank. It's gonna get worse. So I'm just. I'm just. I just gotta get out of here as soon as possible. <laughs> I know what you mean, man. Yeah, well, man. thanks for the call. I like. I like these you calls it, from Frankie. you, Ray. You got it, brother. All Have right. a good one, my man. You got it. Take care. There's Ray. 
on the ground, seeing things, hearing things. I, oh, I have no doubt they're being sent to White Plains. I just saw that uh, news coming out of New York City today. Eric Adams saying we officially have no more room. If you come to New York City, you are going to be homeless and on the streets. So what does that mean? It means they're going to disperse them into Westchester and Dutchess and Putnam. They're, gonna, they're, they're not going to go home. They're not going to go back to where they should be sent. They're going to be sent into other places that aren't at capacity yet. That's it. That's it. So that people who have lived here for generations get to get stared down by, by, by uh, a bunch of foreigners who, I don't know, they, and of course the drunken, it's incredible. Walking out of here some, t- some nights watching people crawling back to wherever the hell their mattress is. Um, drunk all over the place, pissing all over the place. And you want to know how many families are in one tiny little house? You can count the satellite dishes because they all have their own television in whatever closet they're sleeping in. And, uh, and that's when you can get an average. So in White Plains, count the satellite dishes. You'll know how many uh, neighbors you have. All right. All right, 914. Let's go to the inside information line. In- wow. in- oh, no, no, no. They just bounced out. Damn, we just had one inside information. Inside information hotline is still open. 914-369-1236. And then we have the general line for everybody else. Let's take uh, 740. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, Frank. It's Jalen Winnings, man. Hey, what's going on, Jalen? Go ahead. Not, not much. Just a beautiful night here in Ohio. Oh. Um, I wanted to comment, comment about the homemade wine comment you made. Yeah. I, I got a tearjerker, man. What does that mean? Is that is it a tearjerker of a story? Yeah. Okay. Um, me and my old man, like my old man, he made wine for years with his dad and everything. Uh, and I've been making it with him since 2004. And he passed away in February. February 2nd, as a matter of fact. So this year was my first time solo. And, man, I don't know if it's going to turn out horrible or great. But I learned so much just being with the grapes by myself, and it felt like I was still with him, you know. Mm. It's it it it, I, it, it almost uh, it unlocks things. It unlocks parts. You you can almost time travel when you are in some sort of a when you're around something that 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 really uh, something that brings you back that that connects you to the past. You can almost time travel in place and just and like be in it. Definitely. I I was just sitting there, you know, just kind of picking them off the stem and stuff like that. And it was like, I, I, yeah, I felt like I was having a conversation with him 20 years ago, you know? Yeah. Well, that's a great story. I, and I, I don't have any connection. I, I never did that with anybody. I, and maybe it's something that I'm, I'm able to experiment with with uh, Aurora. I'm sure she would love to crush some grapes. I'm not going to make her stomp on it like back in the old country. But um, well, here's the thing: when they stomp it, it itches really bad. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, it itches. Yeah, it itches horribly. To hell with that! No thanks. I'll, yeah. we'll, we'll just get a, We'll get a press. I'm sure she'll love that one way or another. And maybe I can. Oh, I, press works great. Yeah, maybe that can be it. Well, you know what? If you make a, uh, if you make yourself that bottle of wine, send in a picture of the the finished product and and tell us how it is. Thank you for the call, Jalen. Yeah, no problem, man. All right, be well. Or Waylon Jennings. Jalen Wennings. 
All right, here we go. 914. Uh, hold on. Wait a second. Just got the Derricks heading up shortly. That's at 753. That's three minutes ago. They're heading up shortly. They're not even on the road. Well, it looks like we have at least a half hour more together, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm going to go on a, uh, a quick break. And when we come back, more of your calls. I like this. General line has been popping. Inside information line has been popping. We will be right, right back. It's intermission time, folks. Time out to press the like button. Thank you. Welcome to Intermission. We'll be right back. Yeah, Intermission. Quite frankly. 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 We all support. Quite frankly. Not quite. Quite frankly. Let's go, Brandon. Quite frankly. In Roma, Quite frankly. You're going on Frank's show tonight? I want to get a Coke. Can I get a Coke? So everybody watch. Quite frankly. With Frank! <laughs> Quite frankly... Let's see what's coming in. Oh, you know, I went and I grabbed that classic talking about crushing grapes. That old Fox 5 fail from years ago. I swear I saw this happen live on air. Fox 5. One of the reporters that was crushing grapes and wanted to be fun. It's like, oh, I'm going to crush faster than you. Falls off the platform and loses all the wind. <laughs> loses, <laughs> loses her breath. Hold on. Here you go. Here's me... Uh, me and Aurora are crushing grapes at home in, in, in a couple of years. These buckets are filled with grapes. What kind of grapes? These are filled with Chamberson grapes. And the winner this Saturday, who's stopping music, eating international foods, having wine tours and tasting, vineyard tours, seminars, arts and crafts. It's a lot of fun, a whole day. Stop. Oh, 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 o
up. Man, that video ages like fine wine. It's still funny. Okay. So, <laughs> and I love the stuffy uh the stuffy studio anchors that are trying to mm, show a reasonable amount of concern and quickly get the commercial break. Hey, gosh, I hope she's okay. Okay, mm. we're going to make sure she is. We'll try and Just check on her and get back right. to you as soon as we can. We'll be back mm. right after this. Jeez. 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 <laughs> so that'll be, uh, that's it. it. It'll it'll be something everybody can rest their, rest assured that with every bottle of, quite frankly, homemade wine, somebody Somebody fell and somebody was horribly injured. So you can enjoy your wine knowing that, that that's the sacrifice that was made. Quite frankly, wine coming next next uh, next year. Got to learn how to do it first. I'm not even in a position to start making mistakes yet. All right. Let's go to our super chats. 91459. I did it again. I did it again. I will never let go of that number. I will say the 595 number uh, 25 years from now, God willing. That would be a tremendous gift to be still doing this in 25 years with all of you guys. So here we have it. Uh, Katie Skye says, hi, Frank, you the best. Well, thank you, Katie. It's very nice to have you stop by in the Super Chats from time to time. And Hello Kitty is right there with Katie and says, hi, Frank, when you get a chance, check your email. I sent you a really awesome link to one of many reality scary, rea uh, really scary stories. The Dark Somnium does an excellent job with narration, sound effects, etc. Take care. Well, I'll take a look at that after the fact. That would that might be a really good source material for tomorrow night's show. If I didn't, um, if I didn't tell you already, I mean, I have it all updated on the website. Lauren and I have been spiffing up the website, just tidying some things up. And one of the things that we are always on top of is upcoming guests. That is right underneath the stream. If you're watching on quitefrankly.tv, it's right there. Tomorrow night, we've got Carol Hughes coming on with us. She's a co-host for the Real Ghost Stories online show. And uh, we're also going to be doing small, creepy, small town in the middle of nowhere travel stories. Now, this is for tomorrow, and we already have two pages of entries. Two pages of entries. I would really, really love to get more of you guys to get in on this because I know that Carol Hughes will probably be very interested in listening to some of these right off. I'm sure she'll have similar stories or some ideas about what it may be. And, and just anyway, there's a lot of cool stuff here. Here are all of your... And still, on the second half, there's more. There's more. We're getting creepy over here as we get closer and closer. We only have, you know, a week left. Next Tuesday, it's Halloween. And then we start getting into a little bit more of a grateful mode. We'll still do our thing. You know, there are days that it's acceptable to get a little spacey in November and December. But still, this is we're kind of yucking it up right now. So, jumping that, I think that is pinned to the top of the... Stick topic. Did I already do that? Oh, yeah. It's already stuck. There you go. 
It's at the top of the forum. You go to quitefrankly.tv. All right, let's take some more calls. 914-200-0269. It's the general line. That's AMA tonight, too. Ask me anything. The special hotline for inside information. That is people who possess information you can't get anywhere else that you want to let the world know. It could be a total LARP. Let everybody at home decide. All right? 914-369-1236. That's the inside information line. Other than that, call in the general. All right. Over on... Over on Pilled, we have a couple more people there. Chai Possum, NJSF, Shook Me All Night Long, and Captain Flint, who called in last night. Good to have everybody there. All right. Let's see where you're at right now, ladies and gents. Here are a little bit more of the headlines for you, if you want to just see why... Um, why things are the way they are tonight, at least mindset-wise. Hamas rockets target Tel Aviv. Syria joins in. USA readies mass evacuations from the Middle East. The troops attacked 13 times, dozens wounded. They're talking about American troops. So there's already, uh, there's already predicate in the eyes of the national security state. Iran, new wave. Blinken warns, we will defend. Good. Get everybody home, put all of our troops on the southern border, and let's defend the homeland. And while we're defending the southern border, let's have all of the feds that supposedly love America so much clean out the interior. How about we do that? Wouldn't that be nice? All right. Let's take a call on the inside information line. There you go. Inside information line, you're live. Hello? 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 Please, uh, yes, yes, turn off the uh, the stream and take out your headset, turn off the whatever it is, if it's, uh, I don't know if it's a, a speakerphone, but get close to the receiver and go right ahead. Well, I was calling about some inside information that I had a little historical perspective of things. Uh, in 2009, I lived in Virginia. And I was working as a mechanic, and I was working in an off-road shop. And we were doing some... The shop had a contract, State Department, and they were doing Toyota vehicles. Brush guards, hardening the bottom of them, roll cages, machine gun turrets in the back. We all wondered what the heck the State Department was doing with such things, but... uh took us a couple of years to find out what we were building. So you're talking about being in a position where you were there watching these uh, these modified Toyota pickup trucks that we have seen used by every supposed terrorist organization in the Middle East over the last however many decades get manufactured here at home for the explicit purpose of going out into that war zone. Well, I don't know what the purpose of them was. I can tell you that we built them. We built little trucks just like the ones that you saw ISIS driving around. Mm. They, we, they would come in multiples, uh, multiples on a truckload. Uh, now, what, now, sir, sir, when you said you saw, um, what year ago? What year was this again? You said in the nineties. No, 2009. Oh, okay. Oh, geez. All right. So then, yeah, that's fresh. That's pretty fresh. I mean, we we start we we all got introduced to ISIS in what 2011. That sounds about right. 
All right. Well, that makes uh, that makes pretty good sense. So, uh, is that something that uh, you guys had to sign any kind of NDAs about, or is that something that you just spoke about with uh, among your your coworkers, or what? I myself, at that point in time, was an under the table employee. Okay. The owner of the shop was a good friend of mine. He told me that it was a State Department contract. And then if you did a good job, there was plenty of work like that to be had. Oh, I'm sure there would be. Well, that is some inside information. I'd, uh, I-, I would definitely say that. Thank you for the call. Is there anything else you wanted to uh, 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 put out there as well? No, I've been trying to spread that around for years, get that in people's ears. Right here on the homeland. Thank you so Ooh. much, sir. There you go. That's something. That's something. 42 states sue Facebook over addiction. Oh, geez. Nearly one in four adults feel lonely. Poor well-being linked to new chronic conditions. Hmm. What do you know about that? You know what I have found speaking about chronic conditions? I went and I I was watching some television. By the way, I was... uh, uh, last night I watched the, the the Rangers finish off the Astros. That was really great. That was great to see to help the Astros. That was nice to see. But um, in between the commercial breaks, I saw, and this was the other night I saw this. I saw a new pharmaceutical commercial, and I put this out. Maybe I have to just start an official thread because I want people to make some submissions on this. There is a commercial for a drug called Jardians. And I immediately went out to go find the commercial. It was on YouTube and a whole bunch of people who were looking for it for the same exact reasons. Uh, they were there in the, and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to play it for you right now because I want to build up this thread. But I want you guys and gals, if you're listening to me right now, please send this, far, this message far and wide. Send me to quite frankly, super chat, uh, no, quite frankly, podcast at gmail.com either the email or any other messaging system whatever the hell it is if you're linked up with the show um, send me a link to a pharmaceutical commercial that is just one of your favorites and when I say favorites I mean it is a disaster it's a horror there's a horrific aspect to it there's just a train wreck aspect to it it is deranged there is an obscene list of of side effects and we're going to do a big pharma um, dumpster fire segment and I just want to see your your biggest picks for over the years this Jardians thing is incredible the Broadway production that they put into this I lowered my A1C you have this oh man it's it's incredible so bad and the again the side effects are are worse than the original problem. So I need you guys to put that out there and, and just send it my way. What have you seen over the years? And just uh, the, the, the Abilify commercial, I know that popped up in the thread already, and um, and rightfully so. That has like a minute-long read-off of all. Uh, just when you think that all the side effects are done with some of these commercials, they start up again. And that's oh, that was almost as bad as watching the baseball game itself the other night on TBS. I was watching a little bit of the Phillies and a little bit uh, the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. And I was watching TBS, and 
it was it was for for multiple innings too. I told I, I, you know Lauren was in the room. I said, "What the hell? They made playoff baseball impossible to watch." I don't know what happened after that. Maybe it was just one night. But they had the baseball game, the Phillies and the Diamondbacks, pushed off to the side, and the screen was split. And on the left side of the screen, there was this panel, this Latino panel or something like that, where all they would talk, there was a woman hosting it, of course, and then a bunch of, I think there was like Pedro Martinez and Albert Pujols and somebody else, and, and they're just going, and, and for multiple innings, all, they'll talk, all they're talking about is the Dominican Republic. And they had to turn down the sounds of the game from the actual baseball game. So you're, you're, you're not even hearing the crack of the bat because we're listening to these morons talk about the Dominican Republic. And then, and, and then they're going on, and Pedro Martinez starts going on and on about what he— it, it, I think the Phillies had just tied up the game with a double. Somebody hit a double to tie the game. It's a pivotal moment of the game. The volume is turned down, and Pedro Martinez is telling everybody, while he's telling everybody what his wife cooked for dinner. And then he reveals that what his wife cooked for dinner is being rolled out for everybody. And then he starts feeding people. Everybody picks up a plate, and on this broadcast, with the volume of the game turned down, we're hearing these, these pigs. Pigs sitting there. Mm, mm, mm. And then they're trying to out they're trying to out Latino each other by dry, you know mixing the Spanglish and all that stuff and they're in you know they're just trying to out Latino we're like what the fuck is going on and then when they bring you back to the game in some minimal fashion it's a cutaway to some reporter who has buried himself inside the dugout who's like hiding underneath a, 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 a fucking chair somewhere the the. The, the actual dugout itself, the bench, he and, and he's interviewing players that just batted out. And then there's another break away from the game to talk talk to each manager every other minute to see what they're thinking and how they thought. Uh, it, it's just incredible. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why they do this. I guess they want to make it seem like it's an action-packed game. Yeah, it, they do this to everything. It's not even just sports. If it makes it to television, it is going to be raped by the production staff. It, it, it has to be oversaturated with useless backstories. It's never just one man, one athlete, pitching to another athlete, and let's see who wins the battle. It's about everything in their life that has happened until that moment, leading to this moment. A man who is carrying the fate of a nation on his shoulders as he swings a fucking bat at a ball. It's It's... They have they they're, they ruin everything they touch, everything they touch. I cannot believe how bad what that experience was like. And the only reason why I watched a couple of innings of the Astros and Rangers game last night is because I peeked in and none of that bullshit was going on. Now it's already too much. The commentary is it's like useless statistics. No, I would pay. When I was watching sports a lot, I still listen to a lot of baseball on radio because that's just a whole other thing. It has to be a lot more pure than it is uh, anywhere else because on television, it's just, a you know, you're watching it. You need somebody to describe the color of the grass. I love hearing the color of the grass being described and everything else. I like the, 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 uh, I like the theater of the mind aspect there. But with, um, when it comes to television... 
when I was really watching a lot of sports, and I keep up with it, but I don't not nearly as invested, I would have paid top dollar. And if anybody out there knows exactly what people actually want, what sports fans actually want, they will do this. You should offer, as a cable service, as a network, the ability to go with just the sounds of the game and cancel out, mute the commentary. If you can do that and just have access to the produced video, to the produced video, all the camera angles working in concert with each other, having the game brought to you, and it would be incredible, especially for baseball, to have nobody, nobody talking. And just listen to the crack of the bat. Just listen to some some minor chatter on the field. Because you know what's going on. You don't need to hear David Cohn and Michael Kay go, just say the same anecdotes over and over again. Drown you in useless statistics. They just, everything has to be handheld nonsense. Pablum, I can't take it. I didn't expect to be talking about this tonight. That really affected me the other night. Really affected me. I was I was appalled at what TBS did. Had to listen to, to, to four morons eating, you know, I don't know, refried beans, whatever the hell it was. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. It was horrible, horrible, horrible stuff. Inside information. Okay, inside information line. You're on. Go ahead. Hi. Hey. I wanted to um, talk to you about what's going on with the Middle East situation. Yes. You have inside information on this? Yes, I speak Farsi and I watch, you know, Persian channels. Okay. And and they, you know how they show on TV that um, Iranian people are yelling death to America, death to Israel. Uh-huh. Well, the people on the other side who don't support the regime are yelling death to Hamas. <laughs> so- on the other side of the street from the people who are yelling death to America, death to Israel. Because so, the Iranian people don't support these idiots, you know. Okay, so you're saying that once again, and and thank you for for your uh, your interpreting um, uh, powers there, because of course we these are one another thing that is just uh, hand. Oh, I'm sorry, my my band just showed up. Uh, so to, to wrap up this thought, there's another something to I'll consider it inside information for tonight because most of us don't speak Farsi. Um, always remember that. In every place, there is two opposing forces, and maybe even more, and you're only ever given one. Okay, only ever given one. Now, anybody who is reporting on something uh, on events, even in places like Iran, uh, if they're going to report on it in a in a um, responsible way, they're going to try to draw lines of distinction between the regime itself that controls a country and the people and the many opinions that people can hold and all that stuff. So that's, um, you know, I'll accept it because it's it's inside information to me because I would not be able to tell what one person is saying over the other. They give me subtitles and I just got to say, all right, that's what we have. Anyway. All right, ladies and gentlemen. And somebody, well, Shake and Bake in the Gilded said, Frank forgot about the Gilded Line. No, no, the Gilded Line is not the Gilded Line. The it, Gilded Line doesn't work. It's the it's the Albert Line. That's why I, I don't go in there anymore until we figure out what the hell it is. That's why I had to buy a second line with Skype to do specialty calling. So, uh... 
that's what we have. But if you want to go enjoy, get, join Gilded, ladies and gentlemen, please go and do so. Uh, it's going to be increasingly more important as we go into 2024, especially to make announcements about programming changes on the network and everything else. And speaking of the network, it's time to set you off, set you off for the rest of the evening. I don't know if there's anything actually on. Tuesday nights is one of those nights where... Uh, Tuesday nights is one of those nights where I don't think we actually have a set theme just yet, so I don't know. But anyway, there's plenty to watch uh, across all of, quite frankly, land. Go and do it. Take care of yourself. Let me make sure I got all my my super chats out of the way and that we're done for the night. Jay Britt says, hey, Frank, uh, call those Toyota trucks. T- we call uh, the we, They call those Toyota trucks technicals. Okay. I did not know that. There's a little inside information for you, too. And Unpilled, Chai Possum says, great show. Love you, Francis. Well, thank you. And I'm going to release the scratching right now, and I hope the rest of you are uh, here for another wonderful night tomorrow night. Another wonderful night tomorrow night. We've got a great show, uh, ghost stories, and we'll be able to take your ghost stories and more after the fact. So plenty for you to get in on, and I, uh, I'm looking forward to it. All right. With that, good night and good luck. What the hell's going on with this? There's always something holding me back over here with my, my mouse. Say, that's because you have a mouse that's still wired, Frank. Well, yeah. Yeah. It is true. But that's not why. Where we go from there. It's a choice I leave to you. Quite frankly, is filmed before a live studio audience. And now our super chatter, starting with Jay Semo, Jay Britz, Katie Sky, Hello Kitty SKS, and all of our wonderful gold pillars on QuiteFrankly.tv, powered by Foxhole and Pill.net. All right, tomorrow's another day. Thank you for tonight. I will talk to you soon. And go to quitefrankly.tv, become a sponsor. Help us push this into the new year in a big way. We need you all, and I appreciate Appreciate every last one of you. Good night. just by insider politics talk. He's not going to be beaten just by somebody who has plans. He's going to be beaten by somebody who has an idea what this man has done. This man has reached into the psyche of the American people and he's harnessed fear for political purposes. So Mr. President, if you're listening, I want you to hear me please. You have harnessed fear for political purposes and only love can cast that out. So I, sir, I have a feeling you know what you're doing. I'm going to harness love for political purposes. I will meet you on that field and, sir, love you.